Hallelujah. I'm going to talk about an apostolic doctrine that you may never have heard before. It's because very few, well, I'm going to say I've never heard anybody talk about it, so this will be my first time. It's, it's one of those apostolic doctrines that help the church, the ecclesia, disciple and uh, bring the righteousness of God into a nation and into a world, but we have let it slide and we've, we've allowed this particular doctrine to be pigeonholed into one particular meaning And it really wasn't the dominant meaning. And so I'm going to attempt this today uh, because I feel like it. And uh, I mean, I I feel like I'm supposed to. Well, I feel like it, okay? That's just, I feel like it. But I I feel like it's just timely for us. Um, And uh, it's just something that I feel like the church the true ecclesia must understand. Galatians chapter 6. It'll be on the overhead for you. You can follow along. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever, whatever man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. So you can sow to the Spirit. You can spiritually sow. You can sow into a spirit realm. You can sow into a spiritual kingdom that will be life-producing. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season, the season when something becomes ripe or due, it's due, We shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. The words due season translated in the Greek, uh, from the Greek words, adios kairos. Now, adios kairos means the proper time for someone or a group of someone's to receive what is grown or what is ripened. You reap what is ready. It means the right time for something to happen. Adios kairos, the right time regardless of convenience. In other words, whether or not it's convenient or not, when it's ready, it's ready. And that's the time you reap it. When it matures, you reap. And it can mean the opportune time for an event or a happening to begin to happen or take place. It means the perfect time for something to happen has now come. Idios Kairos, in the proper right season of time, you're going to harvest what is sown, even if it's not convenient. Whatever is sown is reaped. Whatever you sow is going to be multiplied back. Now Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 through 9, New Living Translation. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. 
the Tyndall House Greek Translating Committee felt that this was about, this phrase in the Greek was about justice, the justice of God. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So, uh, let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. Now, I believe we are at just the right time for some amazing events to unfold. They have ripened and be harvested. We are at the just the right time in the natural realm for some harvest and in the spirit realm for some harvest. Now, Amplified Bible, one more. Do not be deceived, deluded, and misled. God will not allow himself to be sneered at, scorned, disdained, or mocked by mere pretensions or professions, or by his precepts being set aside, his laws, his word, his principles. He inevitably deludes himself who attempts to delude God. For whatever a man sows, that and only that is what he will reap. We have come to a ripening time of delusion and deluders that has ripened. This becomes a, a very difficult problem when the deluders and delusions have places of influence or leadership in a nation. For he who sows to his own flesh, lower nature, sensuality, will from the flesh reap decay and ruin and destruction, but he who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right, for in due time and at the appointed season we shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. Now the word whatever and the two phrases, so to the flesh or so to the spirit, points us towards a prophetic word or picture that God's own word provides for us. And it's pretty clear. Now the apostle Paul, uh, he gives this statement to an ecclesia that is in Galatia. And it is, it is also speaking now into our times. It's an eternal word, a canonized word. It is a fundamental truth. It is a fundamental law. It is a law of truth that God has given that is, it has a dependable or is a dependable constant. It's not going to vary. It's not going to change. It's like the law of gravity. It is a dependable constant that God's brilliance, His wisdom, and His presence is going to oversee. It's a law in the universe. 
Whatever is sown will be what is reaped. Whatever is sown is what's going to be produced. Whatever is sown is what is going to be multiplied back to you. Do not be deluded or misled about this, Paul says. Now, most of the time, this verse is used to talk about financial giving. And of course, that is true. If you plant financial seed, you will receive a harvest of financial blessings. If you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. If you sow bountifully, you reap bountifully. If you sow financial seeds, money, you receive 30, 60, 100 fold in return. As ones who, who practice bringing the tithes and offerings to God, uh, Carol and I can testify it's a, dependent, a, a dependable law of constants. You can't outgive him. You just can't do it. He will bless that doesn't vary. He will miraculously multiply seed sown. He will rebuke the devourer off of your life. He will bless the work of your hands. All of that is a truth constant. But it would be good to look at the contextual background to which this statement is made to the ruling and reigning ecclesia in Galatia and a statement now made to us in the word of Almighty God. The statement itself starts with or starts by talking about deceived, delusional, deluded, misled, selfish, led by sin nature individuals, professions, occupations, or natural realm governments who mock God and set His precepts, His laws, His ways, His commands aside. It starts with, be not deceived, God is not mocked. He will not allow himself to be sneered at, scorned, disdained, or mocked by pretensions or professions. It starts with, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You cannot set it aside. It doesn't work to ridicule it. If you do, you will reap the harvest of ridicule and mocking just as surely as the law of gravity will pull you to the ground if you jump off of this building. There will come a time when God grounds you. It will happen over time as it did in the children of Israel who disobeyed God. They didn't follow His ways. So over time, 40 years or so it happened. Or... Or you could bring it into your time as an ecclesia and accelerate it now. Which one do you want? Do you want now or never? It will come, but it can come now. Depend on it. It is a law of constants. It's constant. He deludes himself who attempts to delude God. It's delusional thinking to think you can delude God. Whatever he sows, he will reap. Now this is coming to, criti uh, it's coming to critical mass in our 
in our nation, right in front of our eyes right now. It's coming to that critical mass in our nation, but in other worlds or nations as well, who have sown crop after crop after crop of their delusional thinking. They have sown evil into our culture. They have sown evil into our schools. They have sown evil into our laws, into our justice system. They have sown evil into our government, evil into our tech, some of our tech giants and some of our media giants. They will discover that in this season that I know is beginning to unfold, they will be recipients of their delusional thinking. A delusional harvest is coming. They're going to reap what they have sown as a glorious ecclesia declares a harvest of their delusion upon them in the name of King Jesus. No one wants to talk about this. They will discover they cannot escape this law of God. It is going to work. They are going to experience it. This will be a very inconvenient truth. A bountiful crop is coming their way. And it will be multiplied back to them. Now this isn't all bad news. But for the next few minutes it will be. Then we get to the good ones. They will now enter a time of reaping. As the ecclesia looses by decree. Which was what we are to do. This promise of God. The sowing of injustice. We'll see the justice of Almighty God through an engaged ecclesia <clears throat> decreeing for justice to come, which we are authorized to do. In fact, it is a part of the discipling of nations. Matthew 18, uh, or Matthew 28, verse 18, we are told to disciple nations, not just people, both. It's a part of Matthew 16, 18, and 19. Whatever we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. It's conditional to our response. If we don't forbid it, it won't be forbidden. If we don't, if we don't loose it or permit it, uh, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. The, the role of the ecclesia, a part of that role, is to disciple a nation uh, towards justice, to see that justice is in the land. It's to enforce fairness. Fairness in the land. It's a part of the discipling that we are to do. <clears throat> but sadly, for decades, the church has turned itself away from justice and fairness. And, and it's caused a mess. In other words, it is unjust to steal people's jobs from them through ridiculous mandates. It's not fair. And it's unjust. It's unjust to take their occupations and arrogantly leave them destitute because you care more about socialism or you care more about climate change than people. 
And that cause-driven delusion causes the conclusion that certain people are expendable. They don't matter. They're, they're, they're losers. They're worthless. They're, they're not enlightened people. They're dumb and they're in the way of our Marxist agenda. People being considered expendable, unredeemable, or deserving of being trampled on, walked on, traumatized, shamed, vilified, threatened by an elite, an elite class or those who conveniently turn their heads. It's called tyranny and it's evil. And the ecclesia must weigh in against that. It's a part of our assignment. We must weigh, against, uh, weigh in against the uncaring. The, the uncaring and the abuse of people, of families. Because they have a different point of view. Everyone, everyone deserves respect. Everyone. No matter rich, poor, black, white, I don't care. Everyone deserves respect. And the ecclesia must stand for that. We cannot let the, what's happening stand and good people just be walked all over and traumatized and abused and lose their livelihoods. Somebody has got to weigh in. And God has called his ecclesia to do it. And he has said, I have given a promise. If you will decree it, you watch what happens. It's unjust to cause good, hardworking people providing for their families to be forced into poverty. It's unjust and evil to tell children that they are oppressors or oppressed. Or not a boy, not a girl. It's a delusion that displaces God Almighty. It's the doctrine of, it's a doctrine of delusion the deluders are presenting. It's delusional and it's foolish. It's unjust to lie about the inflationary taxation on the middle class or the poor, calling it a successful thirst for goods because the economy is going so great. Even Pinocchio would blush at that one. <laughs> it's unjust to lie. It's, it's unjust to stand before the American people and lie about what you just lied about. Lying is not a policy. It's unjust. It's evil. It's demonic, it's oppressive, and it's got to be called out. And harvest is coming in abundance, 30, 60, 100 fold on the perpetrators of this delusional evil. Delusional pretensions. In other words, ideologies or idolatry, asserting a claim that is not true. In other words, it's, it's pretend, it's pretensive. It's fake. The assertions made by socialism, communism, Nazism, progressivism, any other ism that is not factually true, 
will reap what it sows. It will, re it will reap a massive harvest of delusion, as will those who follow those ideologies, follow the delusers, deluders. Delusional pretensions, Paul says. Delusional politicians. Delusional professors. Delusional journalists. Delusional government will receive God's justice. It is a law of the universe that God oversees. People, institutions, ideologies will reap what they sow, what they plant. Now you can see this happening in our times. We have to be as the sons of Issachar. We've got to discern our times or we're not going to know what to do. We must discern. And you can see this happening. It's easy to see what, is, what the present administration has been planting. They've been planting it, for, planting it for nine months or so. They've been planting division among the people in the United States. They've been planting racism, hatred, fear, lies, misinformation, tyranny, threats, loss of freedoms, false imprisonments. Hear the word of the Lord. It's a divine constant. It's not going to change. Due season is coming as the ecclesia prays it. There will be a reaping of what's been planted that's mocking God, mocking his ways, mocking his justice, and it will not be set aside. Won't be. The Ecclesia's prayers, the decrees, have been crying out for justice for years now. And we have a right to enforce this particular law of God. It's promised. In fact, as I said, it's uh, it's an assignment upon us to enforce this. To be engaged, to stop it, and to shout about it, say it. We've been aligning with God in His law of harvest for years now, and we have prayed millions and millions of prayers. We have decreed millions and millions uh, of promises. And all of that harvest comes to a connection point called due season, and we are coming to that harvest season right now. It's due right now. It's reap season. The present regime has planted confusion into this nation. And now it's harvest time. Have you ever seen more confusion in your life? You ever seen more confused leadership? I mean, they make no sense. Confusion in our transportation ship system. They can't even get a boat unloaded. Confusion at our borders. The borders are closed and we see 30,000 come in in a week. Military confusion. Afghanistan, a confused mess. A debacle. Confusion, confusion, confusion. I've never seen a more confused president. He looks confused. 
He sounds confused. They are reaping what they have sown, and it's just beginning. Hatred sown will now be reaped upon those who sow it. Division sown will be reaped. A collapse is coming to the house of cards. Division will begin to destroy their arrogance against God and his people, his ecclesia. Division among their own ranks, just as it happened many times in the scripture, division among their own ranks will cause major implosions. God will oversee it. The angel armies have already set the traps and division will come. They will, they're going to begin to divide, uh, bite and devour one another. You watch. It always happens. They'll begin to bite and devour one another because they cannot prosper. God's lifted that. And they are going to reap what they sow. Tyranny is coming upon those who are now sowing tyranny. It's a divine law. You can't set it aside. God, it's, God is its governor. And the ecclesia must align with the promise of God, praying, repent or reap your harvest. Kingdom of God come. Will of God be done. Justice of God be done. Law of God be obeyed. So we, we will now see in this season, and I, I believe it's going to happen very quickly because that's what I'm, I'm hearing prophetically, but we will see who the real racists are. You can't set it aside. God will reveal it as his ecclesia decrees what is conditional to their response. Truth be revealed. Deception be exposed. It will be revealed who the real haters are. You can't set it aside. The ecclesia, the ecclesia forbids its hidden agenda. It's going to be exposed. The ecclesia is praying and it is decreeing that it's justice time. It's justice season. It's time for the reaping of what has been sown. We rule in alignment with God's law. And we decree now, let justice be harvested upon injustice. Let the sentence, let the sentence of divine law be rendered against the delusion, against the evil I mean, we take our place as heirs and we say, let the law of God accelerate in our times. We don't want it to happen 40 years from now when it all collapses just on its own. We want it now. We declare, reap what you have sown. Reap the sentence you've declared. Repent or it will be multiplied back to you. So we prophesy... Well, I can prophesy today on the basis of what God promises and on the basis of, of what the ecclesia is praying and decreeing by faith that in this season, from now through the next few weeks, next few months, and for some of it, it will take a few years, but a time of reckoning is coming. And a time of reaping is coming. And through that, 
we are going to see a shift and great changes taking place in our culture and in our nation. We will see an alignment back to the covenant purpose of this nation. It won't be set aside. It won't be. A new release of purpose and function of the New Testament church. It's going to activate. Hell's not going to be able to set it aside. A greater level of the dominion mandate will be activated through the ecclesia. Revival and awakening will become a worldwide reality. It won't be set aside. Hell can't stop it. Hell doesn't have a chance. Mm -mm. A people who believe God's law, and it took a while to get here, they believe His set words. Those who believe His promise will see a massive, a massive change begin to accelerate through all of the world. It won't be set aside. Now, something else incredible is happening. And it has to do with what the apostles, the prophets, and the ecclesia has been voicing in the midst of this delusion. It has to do with promises that we have decreed in the face of the deluders. It has to do with prophecies and uh, visions and dreams we've been declaring. Please know we have been planting a far different crop than the deluders. We've been sowing God's word. We've been saying what God says in spite of the delusional thinking of those surrounding us. We've been planting what God has told us over and over and over and over regardless of what hell says or what it looks like, regardless of the delusion. We, we've, we've sown that God seed repeatedly. We've sown, we've sown them into barren places. We've sown them into barren territories. We've sown them into barren fields, barren, barren entities, barren churches. We've sown them into barren capitals. We've sown them into barren times. But now, it's all ripening. Now it's due season. Now we have grown a harvest. That same law of God bringing justice to God's enemies is now working in the favor of His people. Those seeds that we have planted by our decrees have ripened. Oh, I can feel it. I can feel it. I see it everywhere. The seeds we've watered with our prayers, the seeds we've sung our faith over will be reaped. The, they are part of, of the whatever, whatever is sown. They will produce 30 and 60 and 100 fold. A harvest like none other is going to be reaped by the king's ecclesia, and it will not be set aside. 
Something amazing is about to happen in front of the whole world. A massive harvest of prayers and decrees that have been planted are going to be reaped. It's reap season. We're moving into, uh, into due season of planted promises producing harvest. The God time season of harvest is upon us. I mean, don't faint. Paul says, don't faint, don't grow weary, don't quit, don't stop doing good. A bumper crop sown by the saints has been ripening. Barren territories we've planted are now ripening. Barren places we've planted are now ripe. Barren fields have been planted and they're heavy with harvest. Capitals are ripe. A senate is ripe. A house is ripe. Churches are pregnant with harvest. They're pregnant with dreams. They're pregnant with, with visions. Souls are whitened to harvest. A mega harvest of born again ones. It's now due. And of course, that's the number one purpose. That's our number one purpose is born again ones. But, but understand more than a harvest of lost souls is due, more than just a billion soul harvest, which is incredible, more than that is due, a major mega kingdom of God harvest of promises is now due, of harvest of prayers, a harvest of decrees, a harvest of prophecies that ecclesias have, uh, that ecclesia hubs have presented up before God is now due and we have sown a vast crop we've sown them into government we've sown them by the millions into culture into schools we've sown that, those crops we've sown them into the seven mountains of society We've sown them into dead, dry bones. <laughs> and we are fully expecting a supernatural harvest. They're all due in this God-prepared-for season. We've got crops due everywhere. There's not a place in this, this whole state that we haven't gone and sown. We got crops due everywhere. We got crops due up north. We got crops due to the east. We got crops due in the states nearby. We've got crops due everywhere. We've sown into those barrenness and the crops are now due. They've ripened. Yeah, even this place was barren. I remember when Chuck Pierce came the first time, he said, I hate this place. <laughs> I was sitting right there. He said, I don't, I don't ever want to come back here. I said, why? He said, well, it's so dry. It's so barren. He said, I can't prophesy in this. And I said, well, then just leave. <laughs> he grinned. He said, you're going to have to do something about this. What did we do? We began to sow the promises of God in the face of delusion and saying, you can't, you're not going to win and you're not going to set it aside. We've sown that crop. We've sown crops everywhere. We've sown them all over D.C., most parts of it. We've sown the crops. 
and now they're due. That's why we keep saying nothing like it. Here's just a few crops we've planted. And yes, I can tell time. Just a few promises we've sown everywhere. Not just us. Ecclesias, prayer intercessory group, everywhere. They've been in bridges. They've been on rivers. They've floated down creeks. They've sowed it everywhere. How's do? We've come to a ripened season. Here's just a few of the promises we've sown that are now due and we will see because God promised and he will oversee it. I mean, if I was overseeing it, I'd say be worried. God says, you declare this promise, I'll oversee it. You'll have on earth what you declare. But God has told us repeatedly that we are entering into a new era of of greater glory. Well, I mean, we're going to see His manifest presence greater and greater and greater and greater. We have sowed that seed everywhere. I've sowed it all over this nation and other parts of the world. I even wrote a book about it. We have planted those seeds and we are now going to live in the season of it. Greater glory is going to be something we live in. It's that. We're going to harvest those words of declaration. He has told us that we are, we are moving into the greatest days in church history. If I've ever planted a word, I've planted that one. And I keep planting it. I've planted it everywhere. I've planted it. I've planted it when there was just 10 or 15 people there. I don't make any difference. I've been everywhere. I'm planting. I'm planting. I'm a planter. I'm, I'm Johnny. No, I'm Johnny Wordseed. Thank you. But, uh, oh, I've planted this one everywhere. I'm going to live in it. It's harvest season. I'm going to live in the greatest days because the harvest of that promise is upon us. He has promised that the church is going to prevail against hell. It's not going to lose. How many times? I slip it into almost every message. I do it on purpose. Some point I'm going to say, we prevail. We prevail. We prevail. Because we plant those seeds and we declare into the face of a delusioned world that happens to think we can't win. And even a delusional church that thinks we cannot win. But in the face of the delusion, we have declared we will prevail. Well, we're going to reap. It's reaping season. An anointing to prevail is going to come all over us. We're going to win. He's promised his word would not return void and that if we would decree it, it would connect to its moment. And he's going to do exactly that. We have planted that word and planted it and planted it. I think over a quarter million people viewed it when I shared it. We're planting the seed. Why do you plant seeds? To get a harvest. I'm telling you, those seeds that we have planted of God's word are not going to return void. He's overseeing it. He's promised no weapon formed against us is going to prosper. We've, we've planted that in the face of the deluders so many times. 
who think there's no way they can't overcome what we're throwing against them and they're going to scatter and run. And we say, no, no weapon is going to prosper. All who rise against us are going to fall. It will, it will ripen and we'll live in it. It's ripened and we're going to live in it. He has promised I will pour upon you an anointing that destroys yokes of bondage. I'm going to give you a yoke destroying anointing. We're going to live under, the, uh, under that anointing, that yoke destroying anointing. Bondage is going to be broken. Over our lives, yes, but over those that we minister to. This isn't just about us, it's about others also. Oh, we're going to move in a yoke-destroying anointing. They're going to come from everywhere because it's here. It's coming on the ecclesias. They're a, they're a place that has harvested that anointing. It's all over them. Just as surely as the olive oil was harvested by a farmer somewhere. Ah, this anointing. A yoke-destroying anointing. Anointing to produce beyond the natural abilities. Anointing to produce in dark times. Limitations placed on us by government or the culture or anyone else is now ripe for destruction. It will not stop us. We triumph in Christ Jesus. Barrenness is going to be broken off God's people. Productivity in the midst of our enemy has been promised. It's now due. Revelation and enlightenment to see more clearly in the spirit realm and to see uh, more clearly what our adversary is up to. It's coming and God's going to baptize us in it. We're going to be cycled into new success. That was the promise of God. I'll cycle you into success, but when you get into that success, I'm just going to cycle you into another level of success. That's ripening, and I'm going to live in it. You're going to live in it. We're going to live in it. A kingdom of God surge. A kingdom campaign of King Jesus that is greater than Acts chapter 2 is due. We're going to live in it. A tidal wave push against hell is now, now due. Hell doesn't stand a chance. A movement that moves. Remember that promise? A movement that moves is now due. In other words, rapid advancement. I believe that the Move of God now beginning is going to be the rapidest move of advancement in the king, of the kingdom in all of time. Nothing like this one. It's not going to take forever to get all around the world. This one is accelerating fast. A praying army that binds hell stops its abuse. It's now due, and it's going to do it. Signs, wonders, and miracles are now due. We have planted those seeds so many times. We just keep planting another crop and another crop and another crop. We've planted those seeds everywhere. The ecclesia has been shouting it all over the world. You're moving into signs, wonders, and miracles. You're coming into it. Now it's ripened season. Now it's time to start reaping that harvest, seeing it. Bold, passionate, seen, and demonstrated Christianity is now due. No, no more of this wimpy stuff. No. Passion, shameless, shameless, aggressive witness for King Jesus is now due. None of this coming to Jesus in the middle of night stuff. Let's let the sun come up and stand for him. 
Reformation in Ohio and in all of America and in our world, it is now due. Think about what's the crops. Think about all these crops. Just a couple of them is going to scare Lucifer, the forever loser. Cultural transformation of the seven mountains of our culture has been promised. If the ecclesia will engage and get involved in it, wow. Synergizing of the armies of angels with the saints' army, the ecclesia's army. Multiple divisions of angel armies have already been given to us. And now that army, it's due to begin to march like never before. Confrontation with antichrist dogmas and heresy is now due. We're moving into the time when the bold ecclesia looks Pharaoh in the face and says, you're going to have to let it go because we ain't going to stand for it anymore. We're going to go where we want to go. We're going to go where God tells us to, and we're going to possess what he tells us we can have. And you won't stop it. Resistance of unbiblical laws is now due. God's laws will be honored. We will see unjust laws changed. Warriors with a heart like David's mighty men will rise and possess new territories. You'll see them. Some of the greatest boldness on bold, uh, greatest bold warriors on the planet are about to be seen. It's going to scare some timid Christians. Unafraid, no back down leadership is now due in the church. And the courageous leaders are going to rise up everywhere. Some of them aren't even involved with their Christian lives right now. They're backsliders, but they're coming. Victory after victory after victory after victory is now due. We've planted the crops everywhere. Now it's being brought to a ripened place of reaping. If you think about all of those crops all over the world coming to fruition, it starts to blow your mind what God is going to do. I would say Satan's going to be blindsided, but he's already blind. He is the forever loser. It's time to look hell in the eye or anyone else in the eye and declare God controls our times and our seasons. You don't. God does. His kingdom will prevail and we will be engaged on fire. Ecclesias rising for such a time as this to define this moment. We're not going to let hell define it. We're going to define it. Our God then has plenty planned. It's amazing when you think about it. He's been working on right now for decades. He's been working on right now for years. He's brought his plans to their due season and they are activating in the midst of the delusion. In the midst of shaking, just like he said it would. Hell's not going to stop it, crazy loons. 
Crazy ideas are not going to stop it. They're not going to pass a law that stops it. Uh, that will be inevitable delusion there. It will not be set aside by demon opposition. No, hell doesn't stand a chance. It is God's season. It's the proper time. It's the set time. It's soul harvest time. It's dream harvest time. It's promise harvest time. It is supernatural reaping time. It is a time God is overseeing to bring crops the ecclesia has planted for decades to harvest singers and musicians. Come, please. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I pointed this primarily at a, a corporate word, but it also, you know, applies to you. Or you should know that perhaps you've been looking back over crops you planted. How many crops have you planted into your family? What did you sow? What promise have you planted and planted and planted? Maybe you even planted every week or every day. What crop is now due? Think about it. What have you sown into times that were delusional? Times that deluded people were certainly saying something well, just the opposite. Or maybe even you saw it that way. You just say, man, it just looks impossible. Look at this. How can this ever turn? But, but in the face of it, you kept sowing. And you kept sowing. God the guarantor is saying, all right, you kept sowing and sowing and you wouldn't let it go. Now it's harvest season. You're going to get a crop going to get a crop of those promises maybe it's a dream you just wouldn't let go of what if we would have let grow, go of the dreams and the visions and, and just said yep it's over hell wins no when it looked like hell was winning we said you can't how many of you have done that oh you can't have my son you can't have my daughter you can't have my finances. You can't. No, no. My kids are the heritage of the Lord. You kept sowing it and sowing it. And Father is saying, you're about to reap the harvest of your words. Which I'll get into more next week. But the harvest is coming on what you planted. You've been planting miracles. Those seed words of miracles, you've been planting them. Time to see them. There comes a point when God says, we've stewarded this thing and I'm the guarantor. It won't be set aside. Stand if you would, please. Today, Father God, we declare as an ecclesia, I declare as an apostle in your kingdom called for the purpose and I declare that the delusion from deluders, local, regional, state,
national, worldwide. The harvest of delusion will come upon them. Those who are sowing the discord and the hate, they're going to find their house being divided. They're going to get a harvest they don't want. They're going to get an inconvenient harvest. And it won't be set aside. We pray, God, they would repent. But we know that there comes a time when you declare they are utterly corrupt. Cut it down. We'll leave that to you, Lord. But either way, we know it is time for the harvest of what we have declared. Massive crops are ripe all over this nation. Every state, every region, most nations. The crops have been sown. And we declare in Jesus' name, now it's time for the harvest. We're going to live in it. Hell doesn't stand a chance. Pray in these individual people's lives, Lord, right now. Harvest, harvest, harvest. Harvest the seed that you've sown. Harvest it. Let hope rise in every heart, light, heart and life that is here. Let hope rise that this is a new season. It's a different season. It's harvest season. I pray God for you in this ripened time now. Pour out upon this hub and all that are receptive, Lord, that yoke-destroying anointing poured out in this room today. Let every bondage be broken, every sickness be healed. Let miracles accelerate. Pray, God, that every wound be healed. Every emotion, spirit, soul, and body. We declare it into our times now. We will be those demonstrating that our lives and our movement is the result of harvest being received and received. For just as we have planted and planted and planted the crops, we're moving into the season now when we harvest and 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 we live in the greatest days in church history just like you said